We will be returning to the random testing surveillance program for all vaccinated travelers that was in place before Omicron came in. This means that fully vaccinated travelers arriving to Canada from any country in the world will only need to take a PCR COVID-19 test if they are randomly selected. That is the health minister. Yves-Jean Duclos coming out quietly yesterday afternoon and announcing that uh, the Trudeau government is starting to remove some of the COVID rules and uh, they're scaling them back if you're looking to travel. So if you're heading out for the March break and a lot of people, including myself, are got to get out of this uh, hamster wheel of hell. You got to watch what's going on pretty much every day because it looks like COVID rules are coming off uh, kind of at warp speed now. And so the big things are that... uh, You'll no longer need a mandatory COVID test if you're fully vaccinated for traveling with your kids. And then if you're unvaccinated, you'll face a mandatory test at land crossings or airports. And then you have to quarantine for 14 days. But there's a lot of moving parts. So I want to bring in uh, Andrew Demore to this conversation, co-founder of Flytrippers.com. Good to have you. Hi, thanks for having me. Well, I'm, gl- I'm glad you could join me because I-, I-, I cover this every day and I read through it and-, and I glaze over it and go, oh, my God, this is so confusing. Try to, um, if you can, kind of finesse because um, they're saying now that non-essential travel is OK. What what do people actually the big takeaway that you are telling travelers if uh, people are heading out on March break? Yeah, so basically it's really disappointing in terms of lifting of restrictions because not much of the restrictions were actually lifted. So what changed yeah. is that you will no longer be. Uh, be isolating if you're selected for the test uh, at on arrival, which is great. Obviously, that means that you you're, you know whenever the date you return to Canada, you know you can go back to work the, ne- the very next day. Um, there's no isolation as there is right now. However, um, you still have <laughs> to do a test where you are to enter Canada. So it's not what the industry and what travelers were expecting, frankly, since so many countries are removing all their test requirements for fully vaccinated travelers. And the World Health Organization itself said yeah. they should remove all travel restrictions. So it's very disappointing. Yeah, I mean, the travel industry has just been hammered throughout this thing. And you're right. I mean, uh, since vaccinations came in and now we've got new science saying, look, even if you're vaccinated, it's not going to stop the spread. And so a lot of people are saying, well, then why do we have mandates and restrictions at all? I mean, there's not much more we can do. So can you clarify then, if you're if you're fully vaccinated and you've done what's asked, um, you can leave the country, but you have to get a test on that side and this side? Or like, to me, it's still very confusing. Yeah, so everyone who enters Canada needs to do a test before boarding the flight. So that doesn't change. What they announced yesterday is that Instead of doing a PCR, for example, which was the current rule, you'll be able to do a rapid antigen test, which, I mean, is obviously cheaper, faster, a little bit more convenient. But that's not, you know, finding the test or paying for the test isn't really what's been keeping travelers from traveling from the hundreds of messages we get on our travel website every every week or so. um, You know, people are scared that they'll test positive abroad. And right. that they'll be stuck there. That's the risk that they're currently, you know, uh, that's the obstacle to travel. And that's not removed because even if you do a rapid antigen test, uh, there's still that risk. Obviously, it's lower because those tests are less sensitive, but it's still, you know, the, nothing has really changed with that rule. So fortunately, that's not what travelers were hoping for. So I got more excited than I should have. I mean, but the bottom line is, and and. and it's also confusing because if you're unvaccinated, we've always been told, well, you can't travel. You don't get to go on boat, uh, train or airplane or whatever. But it sounds like, and correct me where I'm wrong, you'll still face mandatory. You can travel, but you'll face mandatory testing and you still have to quarantine for 14 days. And so 
Again, it gets very confusing with how they do this, uh, and it's not in lock and step with other countries. No, definitely. We're seeing more countries, uh, especially Europe, Western Europe, they've all removed their test requirements for fully vaccinated travelers, or almost, at least for their own citizen. So uh, it's, it's yeah, it's disappointing. Uh, but it's not surprising. The, the government, federal government has moved very slowly on everything they've done travel-related-wise. So, um, yeah, we're hoping they did mention that they would review in the coming weeks, whatever that means. They didn't give any benchmark, anything quantifiable, anything objective in terms of what would be needed to remove this test, but we'll just hope for the best, I guess. Yeah, well, hoping for the best. That's all we've done for the last two years. I hope that some kind of rational, uh, you know, leadership will come our way. And, and the bottom line is there is a lot of politics on these issues in this country, which I won't draw you into. Um, but what are you that because I get the sense that these are going to change now all the time and probably leading up to March break, we could see a whole different uh, part of rules. So what are you actually telling those who are booking with you to do? And are, is this one of those things where you have to check daily now? Uh, I wouldn't say daily, but as you approach your, your departure date, for sure. Like, for example, I went to Guatemala in, in January and the, the, the very I actually booked my flight on the day I left. I had that flexibility because, <laughs> you know, rules change all the time. Yeah. So I booked my flight at noon and I flew out of uh, the airport at 6 p.m. But um, obviously not everyone can do that. Um, but just to give that example, the very the very previous day, Guatemala added a test requirement. So they, they didn't have a mm. test requirement randomly at that very that very day they added one so that's kind of what you have to expect you have to be careful that you know rules can change at any time some countries are um much you know much more likely to change their rules often others like for example mexico has never required a test never required quarantine never required vaccination they they've never required anything so safe to say mexico will not change the rules soon but uh, other countries you know, they adapt them every week based on, you know, the situation. So have to keep uh, keep that in mind when you're when you're traveling for sure. And are you um, suggesting, I mean, how quickly do the uh, border, like, uh, you know, other destinations, uh, obviously those who are tourist destinations will probably be pretty quick in that, but how, like, you know, places like the Bahamas or Caribbean destinations or Mexico, whatever, are they quick to pick up on this stuff? And are they uh, pretty uh, prepared on their ends to make sure that uh, passengers have what they need? Yeah, well, that's uh, that's uh, some something positive about traveling during the pandemic. I've been on 10 trips already and, uh, you know, uh, tests and, you know, uh, whether it's PCR, whether it's a rapid engine, they're easy to find pretty much everywhere. If you plan ahead, obviously, if you don't wait until the last day and then go frantically searching for a lab. But if you look ahead, uh, they're usually pretty easy to find. So it's really not that complicated. I, I don't want to underplay, but I mean. Understanding how to travel is not that complicated. If you take the time to read the rules and prepare, uh, it's really much easier than it looks. It looks very intimidating because we're so used to, you you know, 2019, you could just buy a flight and, you know, head on the plane and that was it. But now you have to kind of read the rules, look at the situation where you're going. And uh, if you do that, I think preparation is really the key right now. Yeah, boy, oh boy. I certainly hope they'll change soon because, um, I mean, I think a lot of reason people aren't traveling is just because it's just become such a nuisance and so, so extra costly for stuff that really isn't making us safer, um, <clears throat> I think, in the long run. I mean, if these tests actually worked and made us safer, I think people would say, okay, that works. But again, uh, we have the science to know that there's a lot of... Uh, confusion and uh, mistakes that happen. So we'll stay tuned and hope that sanity prevails and that your industry and, and many others can get back up on their feet and start to go in full tilt. Andrew, very uh, much appreciate you jumping on and clarifying what's, I think, a lot of unclarity for people. Yeah, it's not very clear. Every time they do changes, everyone's confused. So we'll, we try to make it a little simpler on a website. <laughs>
Boy, oh boy. You can actually do a concierge service for this. Maybe that's an extra service people will pay for. We will do it for you. Everything's here. Here's your charge. All right, Andrew, take care. Thank you. That's uh, Andrew Demore uh, with flytrippers.com. And uh, yeah, so just make sure you check. You know, we know a lot of politics is being played on these issues. And uh, I have no doubt that, you know, the reason the politics, you know, it's certainly at the federal level aren't moving faster is because they don't want to be seen to be handing the truckers a, a win. But um, if they're following the science and the data, then these kind of restrictions should be removed much more quickly.